You're listening to The Fit Female Project. I'm Maz. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey. We've helped hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start. As your coaches, we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life. Head to our website, www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community. It's really, really good. Or check out our Instagram at fitfemaleproject. Now, let's get to work. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Hey, Maz. Hello. Hello. Okay, this week we are talking all things gym talk. So if you are somebody who is a client with us or somebody who's thinking about joining the gym and a little bit uh, overwhelmed by it all, then this is a podcast for you. It's even beneficial for people who are training in the gym because it's nice to think, yeah, everyone goes through this and we're going to hopefully make you feel nice and confident in not only your training but in your surroundings so the aim of this 20 to 30 minute episode of gym wag gym gym wag i mean it could be about 10 hours knowing us talking about the gym but hopefully you're gonna think yeah i'm gonna go to the gym and i'm gonna nail it and i belong there because every single person belongs in the gym And we understand that it can be extremely intimidating the first time that you go into a gym. We've worked with women well into their 40s that have never stepped inside a gym before. So we understand that you might lack that confidence. So we want to equip you with the tools that you need to know what you're doing and to go in there feeling strong and confident and empowered. Yeah, and we want you to to use the machines. We want you to utilize the gym if you are bloody going there because I see it all the time and I was this person. I would make an effort to go to the gym and then I'd get on there and I would just get on a a treadmill or get on a bit of cardio because I was like, oh, yeah, I know I can just sit on that and and that's it. But I've made all that effort to go to the gym (laughs) and chosen a nice gym but I'm not using any of the equipment or I would grab like two sets of weights and just do every exercise exercise in a little corner with those two sets of weights now there is nothing wrong with that however if you are somebody on our program you will know that uh, we want you to use different weights for different exercises and if you are in the gym and you've made it there then let's really make your training feel exciting um, and and learn something yeah and we're not saying that if you're training at home that isn't good enough Training at home can be unbelievable for your results. You can see incredible progress. This is purely for the people that have got the time and have got the freedom to be able to make it to the gym if they want to push yourselves with higher weights and more variety in your workouts. So we're not saying that home training is inadequate. This is just for the people that have got that flexibility to make it to the gym. Yeah, well put, Maz. Um, and also, I suppose a good a good place to start is talking about the mental side. Now, as we were saying before, we've all been there and every single person that's in the gym has also started their journey somewhere too. No one was just born being able to lift weights. Um, so get comfortable with the uncomfortable and just know that you're incredible and especially... Um, 
I don't want to start talking about how amazing women are, but I am. Um, we're amazing. I mean, we have a bloody period all the time. <laughs> Think of what we deal with. So we can use a leg press. <laughs> yeah. And also, you've always started hard things in your life. If you've had to learn how to drive a car, for example, we're always terrible when we start. It is so embarrassing. <laughs> Everyone is stopping behind you. You're getting honked at. You're stalling. It's humiliating. Oh my but God, it's the worst. It's, isn't it? But we've yeah. learned how to do it and we've pulled <laughs> and still, I'm still awful. <laughs> if you can raise a family, if you can look after a high pressure job, dealing with high stress calls all day, then you can do this. If anything, <laughs> this is a tiny drop in the ocean for what you've had to deal with in your life as a woman. So we want yeah. you to remember that and channel that when you go in. I love that. I hope that everyone's listening to this, getting their steps in and they're like, yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> right. So you've got in the right headspace and you're like, yes, I'm amazing. And then we're going to enter the gym. Right. So What's going to happen, Maz? What do you think is the first, like the first thing that's going to help? Okay, so we want you to have a clear plan of action for when you go into the gym. If you're not going in with any kind of plan and you're just thinking, I'll just see what's free and I'll just go on my instincts, it's not going to work. And you're going to be flapping and you'll be looking around the place and the workout will not be very effective. So if you're with Fit Female Project, you will have on your app, your workouts, you're going to choose which gym sculpt you're going to do. But above every exercise, you will see a video which will show you exactly how we want the exercise to be performed. And then they will have the notes which will tell you how to set up the equipment, what kind of tempo you want it, how to execute the exercise, everything you need to know. So please read the notes. They are really important. They're there for a reason. If you're going in with that, that's already going to give you that sense of confidence. Yeah. And I would say a good thing to do when you get in, and this is if you've never been in this gym before, or like, you know what, actually it's good. Before you, you know, before you join a gym, go in and have a little viewing, suss it out, decide if it's a space you want to, you want to be in. I think that can be really helpful um, before you do actually join. But say if you have joined, then jump on a, just for your first time, jump on a treadmill or a piece of equipment that's maybe, um, a piece of cardio equipment where you can just have a little nose and just see where all your bits and bobs are like okay there's the leg press I'll use that um and that might help you feel nice and comfortable and just sort of plot what you what you're about to do yeah I love that and you can actually get up the plan on your phone while you're walking on the treadmill and just have a look see what order everything is have a look and see whereabouts in the room they are as Charles said it can be ease your mind a lot before you start before we step onto the gym floor yeah right so now we have stepped onto the gym floor and uh we're going to use our machines for the first time now one thing that is really important <laughs> that is also something uh that is quite difficult even for the likes of Maz and I is uh making sure that the machines are fitting you properly so on the machines there's uh different levers which are quite difficult to find wouldn't you say Maz where the what who designed these makes makes us all feel like idiots because we, I can never find the lever 
Yeah. So if you're looking for the lever, hope you're having a giggle and thinking it's all right, everyone's looking for the lever. But um it's it's really important. Like my head's underneath the seat, it's like round it, I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> So yeah, make sure that the machines are fitting you properly, especially if you're someone that's a little bit shorter, you might need to make some adjustments um, because making sure that these machines are fitting your body properly are going to really make a difference in, in, you know, making sure that your form is fantastic. Um, Maz, have you got anything to add on that? If a six foot male has just used it and you're five foot three female, it's likely that that machine is not going to be set up for you and you're not going to be feeling it in the right muscle groups because your hips might be popping off the seat. You won't be locked into the machine enough. So really look at bringing the seat forward, you know, really thinking about before you start the exercise, making sure that's set up properly to fully utilize that movement pattern. Yeah. And I suppose now might be a good time to say if that happens as well, bring a nice little towel with you, bring a little towel with you because it's quite nice if you're swapping in and out of machines or if, if, a, if that yeah. six foot, if that six foot hunk, pretend it was a six foot hunk of a man. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they at? Where are you going to? And there's some nice ones in Bali. Not that I'm looking. Shano, Shano oh, being yeah. one of them. Yeah, Shane being one of them, but there are many others. Oh my God. God, today I was having some porridge and this guy was next to me. He was like Chris, he like looked like Chris Hemsworth. And he was like, Oh my, he's my alter. He's my number one, actually. Chris Do you know what I did say you'd see in your in your video that you posted you doing your Olympic lifting? Oh my gosh. It, it'll be gone by the time that this is released. But in the background, those hunks. Oh my god, you I'm like, oh my god, everyone's really enjoying my Olympic lifting. I've had loads of views. No one's watching me. He had loads of fires. Oh my god. Anyway, Anyway, moving on. And so the six foot hunk of a man is on the leg press. Bring yourself a towel. Um, if the, the hunk of a man was sweaty, it's just quite nice to jump in and out for you as well. If you I get sweaty in the gym, so it's nice not to get off and be like oh my god my bum's just left a sweat patch (laughs) yeah and also remember that you can ask people um I have to do this often ask the people either around me someone that's just used it or the people that work there how do I change this how do I move this because a lot of the times they are really difficult to find in serious in all seriousness so please don't feel um afraid to ask anyone just how to shift that around because we all do it People should want to help you too. Like if people work in a gym or someone's like a seasoned lifter, they generally quite, they really love fitness. So if someone asks you, most of the time, they'll want to help you. Another piece of equipment that you need to adjust are the benches. So in your program, you'll either have a flat bench press, an incline press or a shoulder press and for each of these movements your bench is going to need to be at a different angle so usually underneath the bench you'll have a little knob that you can pull out and and move up to the correct incline um the incline will be written in the notes of your uh workout yeah okay should we talk about um one of our favorite exercises that is usually in well it's in everyone's programs if they've made it into the gym um and we're going to talk about the barbell hip thrust yes the magic glute exercise 
Yeah, one of the best exercises for your bum bum. Now, if you have been training at home, then you would have been putting your dumbbells um, on your hips. And you probably realized by now that <laughs> we got some strong bums. So you can generally um, add quite a lot of a nice amount of weight onto your hips. So if you've now progressed into the gym, then you're going to move on to a barbell hip thrust. Now, in uh, the gyms, they've usually got different barbells. You've got those, I don't know what they're called. They're just like the little barbells. Like, would you call them like fixed barbells? Yeah, fixed barbells where they're, you know, like they're, they're like a, usually a metal uh, barbell and it says the weight of it on the side and it you don't have to add any plates on or anything like that. Um, now, the benefits of those is obviously they're already a set weight for you. Um, however, one of the negative things is they're actually quite difficult to get on and off your hips. Um, so in a situation of, for example, if you are able to lift a little bit heavier, we would recommend getting used to using a barbell with some, and we call them bumper plates. Yeah. So the bumper plates are the big, thick rubber plates. They're usually black and they will be um, usually attached to the squat racks. So say you've got a 20 kg barbell and you're wanting to hip thrust with 30 kgs, then you need to find 5 kg rubber bumper plates that can go on each side, clip them on with some of the weight weight clips, and that will be your setup for your barbell hip thrust. What else are you going to need for that that movement, Charles? Well, a little tip as well when you're loading the bar is lift the bar when you put your plates on. I remember like trying to put the plates on and being like, oh, God, this is so hard. And some, once someone just came over to me once and just lifted the bar a little bit and then it slid on. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> is that really stupid that I was just trying to shove it on? Probably. I don't even know how you would do that, though. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Another thing you'll need um, is a hip thrust pad. Now, this is there to make everything feel a bit more comfortable and protect, because otherwise, if you didn't have it, it would be a lot of weight on your on your hips, on your stomach, on your depending on where you're placing the barbell, on your on your. It depends how, as well how high your your bone sits. It's different for lots of people, don't you find that, Maz? Yeah, definitely. Everybody's going to be yeah. so different, so you need to yeah. make sure it's protecting your hip bones and your pelvis. Yeah. Yeah, it's really important. So you'll see those little hip thrust pads. If they have those in the gym, um, then pop one of those on and that's really helpful. If you can't see them, again, ask somebody. Um, And then if at that point you can't find one, then you could try wrapping a towel around or even better, uh, you could wrap like a a mat around, fold it up and and use that. And then uh, if your gym doesn't have one, I would recommend buying your own one. You can get them for literally like five to 10 pounds on on Amazon, can't you, Mads? Yeah, yeah, perfect. It can be helpful to bring your other, because those things can go missing a lot around the gym. They only usually have about one or two per gym so actually having your own in your bag can be really handy um yeah and for the fact that they're pretty cheap aren't they they're not very expensive yeah 
no it's a very good bit of good bit of kit and then um just a reminder as well that those are hip thrust pads they're they're not sometimes you'll see people squatting um with a barbell on their back and they'll put the the pad on there um because it hurts their their back they think it's like a cushion please 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 realize that this is a hip thrust pad and you if you are doing a barbell back squat then you need to have it on your back because you want to feel the barbell on your back and that's the correct placement so please don't use it for your back squats you know you don't want to balance your uh barbell on the top of your spine on that knobbly bit you don't want to be balancing it on there it should be beneath there it should be um, on like the muscular bit of your shoulders so that you actually kind of have that natural padding um, and keeping everything tight so it shouldn't really be bearing down onto your spine and making it that uncomfortable that you need a pad anyway it's just it's a it's a sign that it's actually in the wrong place yeah, I love that um, we've been getting some videos sent to us from, from the girls that are back squatting. We were like, yes, yesterday. God, it's so badass, isn't it? Yeah, so good. And do you know what is so brilliant about it is, and this is what everybody should should do as well, is um, prop, your, prop your phone against your water bottle or against someone or get someone if you're training with your, your friend or a family member get someone to film you um and send it to us we've got our group set up the project form group and that is so that we can coach you and believe it or not like we we love helping people with their calories and their macros (laughs) but we're personal trainers and it's really nice sometimes to look at people training and be like oh that looks nice we're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break, um, but we're not sponsored yet. So we've decided to promote ourselves. Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. I was going to say, like, use us, like, uh, us looking at the videos and people, lots of people apologize before they send it. Oh, I look rubbish. Oh, I'm sorry. This is rubbish. No, that's the point of sending the video. Like, we, we're not, so we're not sending it to show off and be like, oh, look how good this is. It's so that we can help you. And so be comfortable, again, knowing that it might not be perfect, but that's what we're here for. We're here to correct you. And that's how you get better. Yeah. And I think having the communication with people in the gym as well can be really helpful for efficiency of your workout. A lot of our exercises, we try and program them in the gym so that they're not supersetting with anything that is going to be difficult to superset with. So for example, I would never superset like a leg curl with a machine shoulder press because the likelihood is with commercial gyms they are busy and you're going to lose that machine so we like to try and superset things that are going to be easy to flow together so if you see someone doing an exercise and they're waiting between their sets because everyone should have at least a 60 second rest period between each set and maybe they're on their phone or they've got distracted and that rest period has gone on and on 
I would recommend you just ask them, is it okay if I just swap in with you on this exercise? So while they're resting, you can be doing your set and then they can go and it can make your workout flow and make sure that you're not waiting around for a long, long time during your, your training. Yeah, it's okay to talk to people and communicate. Good way to make friends too. <laughs> Gym friends. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather I'd rather you do that than wait around or um feel then feel rushed when you get on the machine yourself that if people are waiting around for you to finish, then you might not get the most out of the exercise because you're feeling a bit stressed and rushed. So you might want to say to someone else as well, do you want to jump in while I rest? Um don't be afraid to do that. I think that that can be a um, very efficient way of working. So obviously you have your allocated time that you sometimes need to train in. We know that not everybody has hours and hours to spend at the gym and we don't want you to spend hours and hours in the gym either. But um, just know that if worst case scenario, if you do, um, if there's a machine that is in use and somebody's taking a long time and you are in a rush, um, then, then you can... Uh, swap the order of an exercise if you need to I don't love the idea with that I would prefer you to do things in the same order um, but if you do need to say for example if you're doing a, if you want to do a leg press and the next exercise is a lat pull down um, and the leg press is in use then you can move on to that lat pull down yeah, that's a good example one thing that we probably would recommend you try and avoid is um switching out your first exercise the first exercise we programmed in there will be more probably of a compound exercise or higher exertion exercise so we want you to have the most energy and the most gusto for that one so if you can try and stick to that first exercise or first two exercises but after that maybe you have a bit more flexibility that's not the end of the world um yeah it can just uh yeah yeah, and it's it's important to know that the way we program, because um, lots of people do ask us, oh, can I just not do it in a different order? And that's something I wouldn't have understood as well. You'd be like, what does it matter? I'm doing it anyway. It's like a shopping list. Like, I'm doing it, but why does it matter what order it's in? It actually does. And as Maz just said, your compound exercises, which is usually they're all going to be at the beginning of your of your session, a compound exercise is where you're using multiple muscle groups at the same time and these are the ones that are going to give you real bang for your buck so we want you to feel nice and fresh and really go for it in those exercises instead of starting your workout on like some lateral raises or bicep curls or something yeah if you think about that those are like isolation exercises smaller muscle groups so you don't need quite as much energy for those and um, you can usually feel a bit more of a burny sensation at the end of your workout with those ones rather than starting with those ones. And I suppose it's like a bit of, this is probably a bit of a bit of gym etiquette. Uh, maybe, I like to think that this is why some people act like they do in the gym, but Shane's sometimes like, babe, you're too nice. You just, this person's just lazy and didn't want to put their weight back. But having some good gym etiquette in terms of Putting things back is really helpful for everybody else. Yeah, it's my biggest bugbear, honestly. I worked in a gym where if you didn't put your weights back as a personal trainer, if you didn't put your clients' weights back, you would be punished with lengths of the track with the prowler. And oh everyone would call you out on it. 
I'm not joking. It was that strict and it taught me the best gym etiquette. Like you weren't allowed your phone on the gym floor at all. It needed to be in your locker. You know, there's certain things that I think just make your workout so much more enjoyable. If I'm spending like five minutes looking for my weights to use, it's so frustrating. So think about other people at the end of your workout. Think about putting those weights back in the correct place and the next person knows exactly where to get them from. On the machines, don't be lazy. If you've used some, um, if you've added some weights onto the leg press, you're going to need to take those weights off, put them back on the pegs. It's boring. It's annoying, but it's um polite yeah sometimes putting those um getting them off and putting them back is harder than the exercise you're like in a funny position it is and that's what makes me annoyed when um men leave so much weight on the leg press and then what if a small female wants to go and use it and they literally can't even lift all of the weights off the leg press it completely sabotaged that workout for the person let's not do that let's be Top of the gym etiquette chain. I'd yeah, say. we want. Yeah, I love that. I love that that whole um, sort of discipline aspect to the training. And hopefully, when you get into it, um, and get into and a lot of you who are now training in the gym, you sort of had you've got nice knowledge. You you're training quite efficiently, and you're getting good mind to muscle connection, and you're thinking about your tempo. And we can tell by your comments and the things that you're saying that you're training in such a good way. You're getting really into it. So um, I think it's nice to really you know leave as you said leave your phone um, on flight mode or all of those things and really just get into it and start to love it because I think that that that's a huge um game changer in thinking oh I'm gonna really enjoy this then oh, I've got to drag my ass to the gym yeah and actually I don't really do a lot of meditation I want to get into a little bit more sort of mindfulness but I do see the gym as my kind of time during the day or during the week where I do just focus on the here and now the present situation and I try not to allow myself with outside distractions because all day um, we're stimulated with messages and things to do and it's my time to have no whatsapps from anyone i don't go on instagram i try and keep it very present in the moment and focus and enjoy that feeling of being in the here and now and pushing myself and i really recommend that for lots of people um just try and yeah switch as Charles said switch on to airplane mode or do not disturb and just go about that 45 minutes get in get out crack on with your day yeah i love that i think that's a great way to uh finish Yes, we hope you feel a little bit more confident going into the gym now. Please let us know if you've enjoyed this episode. And as always, please share with your friends. It's really helping us grow this and get our tips and tricks out to as many people as possible. So we appreciate you all. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star rating, that will really help us as well. Yeah, that would be amazing. And we've just also launched our um our spaces for our November. Um uh what we call it, November intake. Yeah, November project yeah. intake. Um <laughs> uh, what what's the name of it? But you know the drill. Uh so if you've got any friends that are interested in joining or you're like, actually, this is gonna be really helpful. If you've got a friend that's been struggling for a long time, then please show them the way and um and head them into our direction.
Great. And we will see you next time with another topic. Please keep your questions coming. If you've got anything in particular you want us to cover, please let us know and we will go into a ramble for you. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches. If you want to join our next six-week project, head to the website now for more info. You will not regret it. Bye.